0: You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. The Laugh Button Podcast is back right now on the Riotcast Network. I mean, I guess if you weren't hearing this, I guess technically it wouldn't be back, but it is back. My name is Mark Seaman, his is Matt Kleinschmidt, and our guest joining us on this edition Will be the Zog The Zog Also known as Seth Herzog The warm-up comic for The Tonight Show Starring Jimmy
1: Fallon And he also obviously did He's followed Fallon around a lot I think he did Jimmy Fallon when he did the 1230 slot too
0: And uh, you'll learn all about that in our interview Which is really cool He tells the tale of how he met Jimmy Which is uh, a a lot of fun How he won a Styx album on vinyl When he was in like 5th grade at the mall (laughs) Which is pretty entertaining And a bunch of other hoopla Including his show Sweet Which is a local New York comedy show plus, correct? That show's been around? Ten
1: years plus Yeah, yeah, yeah Ten years plus Decade is a ten years Just so you know Oh, is that what it is? Yeah yeah. decade. When I said decade, I meant 10.
0: <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Matt, just admit you're wrong. <laughs> just 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 Actually, accept. I, th- I think it's that I didn't
1: hear you. Is, uh, and I don't know how because my headphones are jacked right now. So, you can't say you've never heard me. You didn't hear me, Mark. I speak at two volumes talking and not talking. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And your talking is on 10 at all times. I prefer 11.
0: It goes yeah? to 11.
1: Yeah. Little, what's nice, that, little tough
0: what, no. Yeah, what's that a reference to? Spinal tap. Is that a, a reference that. to a dramatic film? No. All right, so Seth Herzog is going to be joining us on the podcast, which is going to be great. All right, uh, Matt, uh, to begin with anything but what we're about to begin with uh, would be sort of ridiculous. Yep. Um, came into the office today, <laughs> and uh, here we find ourselves.
1: I, fresh off an interview, yeah, with Steve, this guy, yeah. Steve Ranazizi. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil your setup. Yeah, it,
0: I don't think there's like I a like s- a, a your, reveal. You uh, know, what uh, I mean, like, yeah, oh, yeah. we're gonna reveal who we're talking about. Everyone's well aware of it by this point. Um, mm. But it was something we discovered here Wednesday morning. And Steve Ranzizi, who's star of the league on FX. Super sweet guy. We've, Super we've sweet We've met him.
1: We've interviewed him in the past before. Mm-hmm. We just did an interview, as you said. Yep. Like
0: nice dude. Yep. You might have caught him in a few Buffalo Wild Wings commercials as well, mm-hmm. if you're a sports fan. And uh, he was in he was in Mall cop, by the way, and he was hysterical in Mall cop. He played like an asshole worker from from the like, mall. Wait,
1: Paul Blart Mall cop? Yeah. I don't remember him in that. You
0: don't. Oh, you gotta. You gotta look up. I've only seen
1: Mall Cop once, and it was under protest. I definitely didn't see the sequel. Yeah, I didn't see the sequel either But uh, yeah, go back and try to find
0: the Ran clip I'll it's, to do that He's really good and he's really funny He just nails that character Yeah So Ran has been around for a while been doing stand-up uh, He's now about to maybe, I don't know anymore Release his I, second Comedy Central special, Breaking Dad I think
1: it'll come out this weekend You think it's gonna come out? If I had to bet money on it And this and this might be old information by the time this podcast is live is, is I think... Uh, he didn't do anything criminal. Yeah, we should probably tell everyone yeah, we should, in case... Why, yeah, why don't we catch people up with what he did? In case they aren't aware.
0: Uh, basically, what happened is... is, And and this is how I've known Steve as well. I've interviewed him a bunch in the past. And mm-hmm. he, he had a very interesting backstory. Um, he he had said he'd... It's so weird to say it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, Steve Ranazizi had survived 9-11. He was in one of the towers. Mm-hmm. And he was able to escape... And uh, after doing so, had a realization of what he really wanted to do, and he left New York City, moved to LA, stand up, actor. The rest is history. Yeah, with and roommates
1: uh, with Ari Shafir for a while. Yeah, Great roommates with, with, Ru-
0: with Ari. Yeah. And uh, so all this we've 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 only known Steve Renazizi as the guy that that had done this.
1: See, here's the funny thing: I never knew that. Really? About, I mean, I I've known Renazizi for many many years, but I never really bothered to read his bio. Weird. That's, okay, and that's why, to me, I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. Okay. But anyway, I, I mean,
0: I knew that strictly from the first time I ever interviewed him.
1: Did he talk about this in depth with you?
0: Uh, I'm or gonna did have you just kind of gloss upon it. I'm gonna go back and and grab my old Randy's Easy interviews. Yeah, I'm gonna dig those up. Curious. Obviously, I haven't been home since I found the news. Yeah. But um, I'd be curious to see. I, I had to have talked to him about it because when I did, you know, when I do interviews, do in-depth research, and it was in his bio, you know. Yeah. And I needed a talking point because out the the league had... I don't think the league had premiered yet okay. the first time I interviewed him, maybe it was about to, and uh, and I only knew him as, like, a comic. Yeah. You know, I didn't know him from anything else. So, uh, all right, well, what information do we have on this guy? Okay, this guy survived 9-11 yeah. from being inside one of the towers. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: and basically the story was that he was in one of the towers, and he got out of the towers before they collapsed, which is, you know, it's a... for people that were there it's a horrific event but uh, basically he revealed today that that's not the case yeah which is oh man and the story got picked look, up by, the story got picked up by the New York Times and has since run and taken on a life of its own. So right. it's very interesting to, to hear about. but uh, Which these stories do. Yeah, and, and apparently the story, like, you know, he obviously f- fabricated it. And I think what the the true, the real, well, the, the now real going story is that he actually was working in Midtown somewhere. Right. Yeah.
0: Right, and he wasn't there. Well, the, to, to add on to the story uh, that he told, at least back then, and you can you can he talks about this in depth and in detail on the Mark Marin podcast. Yeah. I, I'm sure every interview he did yeah, leading yeah. up to of you course. know yeah. he he told this story, about how he was in the tower and and his girlfriend, who's now his wife at the time, was on one of the subway trains heading towards it, mm. and he worked for Merrill Lynch. I mean, it was pretty elaborate, mm. and to find out that it it was all fabricated now. It's, I, yeah. I I guess I don't see what you gain there. If, well, if you might lied, a,
1: it might have been a conscious clearing type of thing. He might have been just like a dumb kid, which you know we're talking fifteen years ago at this point. Or yeah, he, and he years. did say that in his apologies
0: on Twitter. He said, "Hey, dumb kid saying dumb kid things." Yeah, and you young know, guy like, making statements.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his whole thing. Is he basically said it's inexcusable and whatnot too. And I think it's. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel with this because as someone that kind of like dealt with some of the stuff, the fallout from that day, I was nowhere near the towers, but I was on my way into work and we work in Weehawken area. So we were not far away, but it's a weird day for a lot of people. Um... And yeah. It's a very traumatic day for for even for a smaller group too. So, yeah, it's just a weird thing to lie about. I mean, like lying on a bio, not anything new. I mean, bands do it all the time. One of the best bio lies I've ever seen was the band Rise Against. I don't okay. know if I ever told you this story. No, I don't they think basically so. took ACDC's bio and everywhere it said ACDC in the bio, they just crossed it out and wrote Rise Against. I mean, that was com- I mean like that. Wait, but it was it clearly on purpose. Was, oh yeah, oh, it was okay, completely okay. obvious that it, that's what they were doing. But uh, okay. I thought that was one of the best. Well, that fiber- that's fun. Bio- I mean, well, they're being. That's funny. what he was trying to go for. Maybe he was trying to go Dude, for something but, funny, but God.
0: I mean, I'll tell you mean, this: when I, I moved know. to New York City, I live seven blocks from Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah. And I live next door to people. When did you move to the city? The year after, oh, almost a year to the day. In fact, oh, I okay. moved to New York City on September 10th, and the reason why I know this is because it was almost a year to the day. I moved okay. to New York
1: City on September 10th. So you like watched them dig and whatnot? Yes,
0: from my yeah from my apartment window, and and I remember once my parents helped me move my stuff into my mm-hmm. apartment. That next morning, I woke up was the first anniversary of of 9-11, and i woke up you know and looked out the window and saw the parade and, yeah. the, and I, I mean they were I still couldn't doing, handle it man they were
1: still doing cleanup down then they were still i mean i mean let's be honest like was it 2013 is the most recent time they actually identified dna of a of a victim of the of the, of the collapse so like That's nuts up until a couple years ago they're still identifying bodies so it's <sighs> it's a crazy thing i want to i do dad why do you i mean i look, don't know but like so so I mean, it is something you shouldn't probably lie about i also will say this so I shouldn't you you definitely shouldn't Well I mean, but listen th- He's not the first one There have been people That have definitely Fabricated their stories About being involved More than they are And whatnot too like, In 9-11 want- specifically 100% Okay Steve is not the first person That has done this Which is unfortunate <laughs> If you want to hear a real story, like I I I know that this is a weird thing that, to talk about, but our, our one of our buddies, Chris Italia, mm-hmm. who runs the stand, he's one of the co-founders of the stand. Right. He manages bands. I mean, sorry, manages comedians. He was a first responder, is an EMT and a journalist at the time of 9/11, and he he talks to Ari Shafir. It's, it's it's like a terrifying conversation. And it's like, long, too. It's long, but it's like I don't know Anyone who's thinking about Lying about their 9-11 story Needs to hear a story Like Chris's mm-hmm. And they'll be like Oh well I'm a piece of shit If I, if I say anything like that So I, I recommend Listen to Ari Safir, Get the tank podcast And have Chris tell that story And listen to Chris's story Because it's It's unbelievable the Things he witnessed And what happened Well, which, he was down there you know,
0: so. Doesn't that make This situation that much worse It, it kind of I mean, does Matt, you know, every, It kind of does Look so. I, I get it People lie on their bio People lie on their resumes People lie yeah. all All the time Every day All yeah, day yeah, yeah. But this is just one of those things where it's like, you you just don't, it's like, it's like saying you wrote a hit song. Well, well, this is true. And then
1: getting credit for it. Well, maybe, maybe, may, listen, maybe he was like, I can't deal with this anymore. This is something, this is a story I don't want to continue, A lie, I don't want to continue to perpetrate. And that's why he released a statement. I mean, the statement was released through his, his publicist. So it wasn't like someone caught him in something. And, you know, he talked about it on Howard Stern's show, which is where the New York Times called about it, but his publicist did release a statement about the whole thing too. So. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next talking point here is how did this get out? Because Look, you talk about it on Stern, New York Times is a story everyone seems to be citing, but there there is also a quote from his publicist. So he obviously thought about this. It wasn't like it doesn't. I don't know if it was necessarily a. Uh, so next question. Yeah.
0: Do you do this because you have a new special coming out, and
1: you're going to get some publicity off this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's that's a good way of getting publicity. He's got enough going on in his life. There's a new season of the league happening. Basically, he's got a right. special. He's, he joined the he, cast of New Girl. He's joined the cast of New Girl. I don't think this is something that like you you know you say as a publicity stunt. So
0: then why would he why would he do it now? The then? only
1: thing I can think of is his conscience, dude. So that's that's really the only thing I can think of. I mean, look, I will say
0: this, but also if you th- Steve's been nothing awesome to me. I love the dude. I, I'm
1: I'm not saying anything but about his character, but it is unfortunate oh, because like you know the and then you have. There are absolutely people that are going to be calling for his head. There are absolutely already talks about like how what like Comedy Central should cancel the airing of his special. Right. And how does that affect the league? How does that affect the league? It's the final season What's of the What's going to happen with New Girl? You know, honestly, I, I think this is something that... I mean, everybody wants stuff to be dealt with instantly now. I agree, but I also think the the, the news cycle works so fast. Like, let's be honest. Like, this happened on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night is the next official debate of the Republican National Convention and mm-hmm. Thursday morning everyone's going to be talking about the crazy shit Donald Trump said. So like I honestly think in 24 hours this might not be a conversation people are having anymore. He also didn't break the law or allegedly break the law. That's the, that's the big difference that I look at this too is like yeah. yes he did a shitty thing, but the bill the Netflix canceled the Bill Cosby special, but that's because he's accused of doing Lawbreaking, accused, 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 accused. This guy definitely did it, but it's a lie. There's a difference between lying. No, f- this is this is. I'm going to sound like an asshole here. No one got hurt from his lie. People that, got that hurt you in, that you know of. People got hurt in 911. Yeah. No one got hurt from his lie.
0: Well, I think people are hurt now that they know that this guy lied about it. Because think about the people that did get out of that building.
1: Yeah, but like, is this is this a road bump in his career, or is this a career ending thing? No, the Cosby I, thing well, is career ending. No, definitely not career ending. You it's, know what I mean? And, and and we're definitely comparing somebody telling a lie versus somebody like allegedly drugged. Yeah, but it's just people. it's not your everyday. Nor- it's not no, like no, it's definitely hey, not.
0: Hey Matt, I, I went to Ohio Listen. State University, uh, and then you find out
1: no, you didn't. You listen, know, that's
0: like, okay.
1: Listen, on a scale, 1 to but, 10, on the lie scale, this is a 10. But is it, but th- again, did anyone die? That's a weird way to put it because of a 9-11 association, see? but like, see, you can't but, even, like, but like, I don't know. Do you call for the guy's heads? Does he get fired from every job that he's ever had? Like, does he, does he loses? Well, thing I, I don't think stuff? it's I
0: don't think it's about him getting fired from me I just think yeah. it's going to be harder for him to get the next well, job because you got to understand when you're an actor. As soon as your project ends, you're unemployed. Dude, it's weird.
1: I understand. Uh, but guess what? Chris Brown still has jobs. He still does things. Michael Jackson, after all the pedophilia excuses, sure. that guy still worked for many, many years after. His, well, like it's take, like take sports for example. All the guys that anyone that's killed a dog, beat a wife, shot someone. Yeah. Like I mean, like. Oh, In the on bad. the grand scheme of what he did, it's it's pretty mild because we've forgiven a lot of m- more ridiculous heinous shit. Yeah. It's just it's no, just, I agree. I think, and I as think, time passes, it'll be
0: forgotten. And about you have
1: and you have the. I mean, granted, the nine eleven brand it stings. It really does. And not to take anything away from ranazizi yeah, he's not Chris Rock. And he's, but he's not. You know, he's not a nobody. He's obviously no, well no. established Listen, in the comedy. Here's, here's the way I look what? at here's the way I look at cat comedians establishment from now on. Are you big enough for someone to dive through all your previous years of tweets to find out the shitty ones because <laughs> of your new job announcement? <laughs> huh. That's how we should measure all comedians. So now here's what we're going to get. We're going to get thought pieces written about, you know. T- Fifteen times Steve Renzisi alluded to his lying about oh geez nine eleven.
0: Okay, like man, we're just just, like that. just to top it off too. Yeah.
1: Apparently he in his
0: bio too the call he, he claims that he went to so- uh, or SUNY Purchase okay here in New York and he
1: didn't. What a weird what a weird school to lie about going to like if you're gonna lie lie about going like Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes it a bigger lie. I mean, I, does, think, I think I think
0: SUNY Purchase is more believable. Anyway, my point is. That wasn't the only thing he lied about. No,
1: it wasn't, but, you know, I mean. Same
0: time period, whatever. You know, you lied one, you do two or three in the bio. You it's, know, but it that's a that's
1: a three on the lie scale, and you're talking about the 10 of, of the, the 9-11 stuff. All right, let's so.
0: bring it back. So, it's rough. So, so yeah, it's rough. It's not good. And, but it's uh, not
1: accusing of raping and drugging. Correct. Drugging and raping different, women. Different landscape,
0: different yeah, category. Uh, I want to ask you this, though, Matt. Um, what's something you lied about when you were young? When you're already on kid here, I got a good one.
1: I was born in the Philadelphia area. Okay. I was born and raised in like the, the, South Jersey Philadelphia area. And I had Schmidt in my last name. So I would tell people I was related to Philadelphia Phillies third baseman, Mike Schmidt. Did you really? Yeah, I did. No one believed me. Wait, but I, why I was, would they? Oh, oh, you have part of his name, yeah, name? Schmidt. Like, I was like, yeah, sh- Oh, I, he shortened it. I said that he shortened it. It was <laughs> kind of like his stage name. Like he was an actor dude i that's hilarious and i was like i was like seven or eight i was young dude and i I thought of that shit in my head so what can i I say
0: i'm trying to think of anything i i lied about that was like uh something so public like that like i mean i remember blaming my sister and brother for stuff i did you know to get them in trouble you know but that's every kid does that i'm trying to think of something i i blatantly oh i it does would this even count the, when when I was on Sirius XM I, I s- said that I did no drugs okay. okay I've never done drugs before Okay And then I went on Brewer's show Later that day And told him I was all hopped up on caffeine Last time we hung out or something And then yeah. someone called in And was like You
1: said you never did a uh, well that's, And I'm like that's, what? Dude that's such a Mark, I'm from Midwest (laughs) Cleveland level joke bullshit. No, it's not a joke. I'm being serious. I know, but yeah. like lie, like that's like yeah. that's like Kenneth from Thirty Rock telling a white lie. That's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. All
0: right. So that girl who called in and called me out on that. You know, fuck Total off. asshole. She yeah, was probably straight off. edge, saying like caffeine's a drug. <laughs> yeah, asshole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Anything forever. you put in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> bye. bye forever. forever. Good. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, let's get to some more news um, mm-hmm. as we move past that. And again, we have Seth Herzog joining us in, in just a little bit. Uh, Matt, we also came in to uh, to a (laughs) nice little gift from our boss today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's asking us to day drink, and maybe that'll bring... You know, the best out
1: of us? Well, you know, we. there used to be a bar across the street from this office. Oh, really? So, so
0: day drinking did happen a little more frequently. Well, why do I feel like you guys closed that out literally? And now it's not well, here yeah, anymore. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Now it's, now, it's, now it's office buildings, or now it's uh, Skyrise buildings. So
0: in celebration of the upcoming 40th anniversary uh-huh. of Monty Python's Holy Grail, which uh, we posted the trailer for, yeah. a very funny trailer mm-hmm. in classic Monty... It's just... You you watch this trailer alone, you will see how far their influence runs in just all facets of comedy. They just they're so clutch. Uh, anyway, uh, we walked into a couple bottles of um, Monty Python's Holy Ale. The, Holy uh,
1: Ale, the Knights, the Black yeah Black Reserve.
0: Knights Reserve. <laughs> yes. um, this is fantastic. And what's it say down to the tempered over burning witches, which That's, is yeah. Amazing So uh, we did some research on this Turns out it came out about 10 years ago (laughs) But uh, it is back It is a brew that's uh, a product of England It's brewed by Black Sheep Brewery And uh, look, it's back for the 40th anniversary So if you want something cool They're selling it in stores right now And Matt, you get two bottles and a
1: chalice You do, you do And who doesn't want a chalice? I I want a chalice We posted that photo on our Instagram It's kind of cool So yeah, because I mean the 40th anniversary of I can't believe it's been 40 years I mean, we haven't even been on this earth for forty years. Nope, no. <laughs> <Not at laughs> Do you all. remember
0: how old you were when you discovered that movie, or when you watched it? Do you remember uh, the first time? I was, time?
1: I was like early teens. Okay, I th- it was. It, I don't remember the exact time or date, but I was. It was. It was early teens. It might have been. You sure, you're not lying about that. Nah, there's <laughs> no reason to lie about it. I was probably like. I don't know. 13 12 13 14 something like that okay but then i remember going to high school and my buddy was a big monty python fan Mm -hmm. and like that's when i was like really into it like i knew the movie i saw the movie i knew lines from the movie because i have this weird memory where i remember random shit yeah um but I didn't really like appreciate it until my 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 buddy like I've been like freshman year of high school like okay. like literally just kind of Monty Python shit all day long.
0: They're de- everyone definitely had the Monty Python friend. Oh
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Like
0: the guy who introduced you uh, or or lady who introduced you to Monty
1: Python, but he was like all in, like yeah, he was beyond was, all in. And this was, was just- like fledgling days of. Of cable. Sure. You know, sure. where like it wasn't, it, there was no internet. Like yeah. this, it was more difficult to, be, to get into Monty Python. I know Aaron Politsky. Oh, he,
0: and he, he has the same birthday as me. Oh, and yeah. we were in a band together. Uh, in our, Cleveland. And not in Cleveland, in, in <laughs> Warren uh, no, that's specifically. Right. Uh, but uh, he was the one that it got me into Monty Python. But that was pre high school. So,
1: Damn.
0: yeah, I must have been like seventh grade. Yeah, but but it was awesome. I mean, I saw it and it was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a game changer, and you know, and then my dad finally showed me the rest of them, like Meaning of Life, and mm. you know, all the other good stuff. So
1: Life of Brian. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's just the. That's just the. Those are just the movies. Not even the TV yeah, yeah. show. TV show is amazing.
1: All right. So other
0: trailers we have up on the site, uh, brand new, just today, with Bob and David, the new Netflix
1: show. We get our first sneak peek of Bob and Dave, and it's back. awesome. Yeah, of course. Did you watch it yet? Is. Did you watch it? I have watched it, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Um, I'm psyched about I, this So questionable. I'm not sure if you're lying. I can't tell. I don't know either. Yeah. We'll have to wonder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Mr. Show was just one of those shows that like. Again, that was like Just where the What the show The Weird Kids watched You yep. know, like All my weird friends Were like all into Mr. Show And I would watch it With them And we'd talk about it And you know We had HBO and not everyone had HBO So not everyone saw Mr. Show with Bob and Dave But like The people that saw it Were like They were super into it And think about the people That that show spawned mm-hmm. Scott Aukerman was a writer On that show sure. You have Jack Black And Tenacious D yep. Spawned from that Brian show Possein. Brian Posehn Brian Posehn From that I want to say the Bammer Maria Bamford Was associated yep. with that show uh, And also life. the guy Who introduced
0: Bob and Dave At the top of the show does the voice of spongebob squarepants his uh, name is kenny
1: kenny yep. uh, uh tom tom, tom kenny tom, tom, that's tom, it tom kenny so like it's you know there's some some names came out of that sure thing. so you're like oh man like you don't realize the legacy of mr show and i want to say even like wasn't like the ben stiller camp and gene garofalo they sort all sort of they affiliated all kinda, they had, with it they yep. had affiliations <laughs> with that as well so
0: saw them uh, saw them do like a reunion show at town hall a few years back how'd that go it was incredible like incredible the energy and demand for just more bob and david was so overwhelming i was very very lucky to go to that show tickets were like impossible to get uh you know that's that's where you pull the strings to have them pull the strings to pull the strings and uh Got in the back door there, and it was it was amazing. So super psyched for that. That's coming in uh, November on Netflix. Uh, a couple other trailers for The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Robot Chicken DC Comics Special number three. Three, man, three. Can't believe they're up to number three. And the new Benders trailer, uh, which is hitting IFC very soon. Um, let's talk about this while we have a chance, because uh, we're going to run out of time. Again, Seth Herzog joining us in just a bit. Uh, did a nice piece on Clayton English, who was your last comic standing winner. Uh, last week we didn't get a chance to say that uh, You did a very nice
1: Bill Hicks unboxing Yes How do we feel about Last Comic Standing? I'm, actually, you know what? It's the summertime Last Comic Standing and America's Got Talent You kind of almost put them together Do we feel How uh, do I feel about it? Yeah I mean, it's worth something to the winner I mean, you get you get a development deal And the dude got $250,000 That's life-changing yeah. yeah, but like I feel about yeah, like, You can buy an apartment But look at previous people That have been on Last Comic Standing Have those people like Set the comedy world on fire Like, uh, don't get me wrong Let's talk about winners Eliza Schlesinger. Eliza won. But then also like Alonzo Bowden won. And that fan won. Um, who else won in the past too? Well, let's uh, let's say who's on Amy Schumer was on it. Well, everyone and was Kathleen on it. Kathleen Madigan. I mean everyone has done last computer. Gabriel Day. Glacius. I feel like everyone is Ralphie
0: done. may win. No, no but but, but Gabriel was Glacius it.
1: was kicked off. Yeah, he was, he was yeah, he used off. his phone or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Josh Blue. Yep. I just feel like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, I think it's great because it's national television. And you're exposing these people, but I don't know if it's necessarily like. I think it's good for you if you make
0: it far. Everyone else bashes. Okay. It. I feel like that's the case. Like, if you do well and all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, let's I mean, come to It's pretty cool. And then uh, if you don't make it so far, you're just kind of like John angry Heff- at it. Oh, John
1: Heffern won okay. one year. Goldman, Pascatelli, Corey Holcomb, Ant. Todd Glass. All right, so
0: some people have gone on to do bigger things and some people haven't. It, it, you know what it is? It's just another thing. It's just another yeah, thing, guess. Matt. I uh, I, I don't think any of these shows. I don't think America's Got Talent. I don't think Last Come is Standing, The Voice. But it, but how we, many? How many? Can you name one winner of The Voice? No, can no. You,
1: and I feel I, like American Idol is the only place where you can actually name winners that have gone on to but, do stuff. But how many um, of them can
0: you name? It's been on for twenty seasons or whatever. How long has it been well, on? Well, ten. I mean, we have
1: seasons? mega stars that have come out of that: Carrie Underwood, you know, and what's sure. her name? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. And what's her name? You but, just what, said what's her? No, that's so, all I meant. Yeah. What's her name? is Kelly Clarkson? But like, Jennifer Hudson. Okay. Daughtry. Dude, those are big names, sure, in the, in the, in the rock but, but world. But we're at though. four of. Okay. We, we
0: named the same amount for last comic Clayton. standing.
1: Now what? I don't know. But anyway, but like, like for example, like I always hear about last comic standing. Like for example, when I hear about it, I hear positive and negative things. Right. Like I hear like sometimes it's producers, sometimes there's like, sometimes it's just straight-up comedy, sometimes it's like, oh, we're going to put them all in a room and have them live real-world style. Right. Um, but I also hear like sometimes, like, you know, like Felipe Esparza one year, it won one year. And I like Felipe Esparza, but I've also heard that the year he won, he had, like, 25 minutes of material. It's like, that's it. Yeah. And so it's just, like, things like that where you're like, oh, is that, like, so a really weird. good showcase of, like, the actual comedic talent? Or I will like,
0: I will say this. Okay. This This season that just ended... Uh, I probably watched more of this season than I have of any season okay. combined. Okay. So uh, I will say that I thought Norm MacDonald, Roseanne, and uh, uh, Keenan. Keenan, yeah. Wayans. Yeah were
1: fantastic judges i thought they were good but they were they were super because but here's I, one thing i can't I thought, watch these shows but here's with judges. but here's the thing i thought about that though i felt like norm actually had legitimate shit to say he did because like norm is like a comic norm yeah. goes to clubs he's there he's doing he gets stuff. It. and norm is still doing stand-up like where i feel as a kid and roseanne were just trying to be nice no i think but, roseanne I, but, did like, a but decent here's job. the thing like norm got booed a lot but i feel like norm when he was giving advice like yeah, that's Norm MacDonald. Like, I'll pay attention to that shit. And he whereas, wanted like, to help. Whereas, like, Roseanne was like, ah, I just don't want to be looked at as, like, the mean person. And, and Mean King, post Ben Kronberg? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going on. But, like, you know, like last year, like, who won? Like, Rodman won last year and uh, Lachlan Peterson. Joe well, Mackey, though. Joe Mackey's doing good things. But, like, I don't know. I who don't know. I don't know. Well, congratulations anyway. Yes, I'm sorry. To Clayton yes. English. The guy
0: won, man. He got $250,000 and a development deal. Whether that comes. From, eh, Yeah, it it, it turns into anything or not. It it it, it's more than he had before, and that's fantastic. True. Uh, uh, some quick renewal news. The Carmichael Show—that's your jam.
1: Great show. Um, it's, I think it's. a I have modern some catching up to do. On I think it. that shows a modern day All in the Family. Like it has like that kind of like little bite, little, little bite, a little bit of racial tension, cold. racial jokes, and the, that kind of stuff. And like we need that. Yeah, you, need th- that. you Kind of think the show's going to zig and it ends up zagging. It's a little. It's got a little bit of element to it. But at the same breath, they canceled Craig Robinson. I show, know, which was well, it was, an, it was all right. Didn't strike the right chord. Oh. I love Craig Robinson. I love too. Craig Robinson too. But God, like this I love was a, it was a—it was a summer show. Yeah, like it made sense when you watched it, that it. Came out in the summer.
0: All right. Uh, no official press release uh, from Comedy Central, but they have confirmed that the nightly show has been renewed. Uh, yes. No. Will Moore's no surprise the, there. Will
1: Moore's doing the junket. Mm-hmm. I think it re- Till 2016 I think is what they Officially said
0: actually. Yeah And we're gonna We're gonna be hanging With them very soon So they'll be on An upcoming episode Of uh, of our podcast Alright We gotta uh, Oh one more congratulations To Amy Schumer Who won the Charlie Chaplin Britannia Award Now I gotta On question. behalf
1: uh, of BAFTA I gotta ask you A question about that yeah. we've, we've gotten some feedback On our Facebook page That they think it's too soon For Amy to win an award Like that Really What do you think, do you think? Well she's
0: been a comic For a long time I think so too She's, she's made a huge impact uh, She's at the top of the mountain right now she current you're everything you were saying are correct um let's let's see um i mean i don't think i think where people might be uh, getting confused is is the the point of the award is influence and impact it's not about career spanning right okay. so so with that said it's not like it's a lifetime achievement award it's just a hey, this person's doing some pretty awesome stuff right now and it's super impactful to comedy. I mean, she's changing the game a bit. She's bringing in the... the, I hate the term feminist, but she's bringing in sort of that little angle to it. I mean... Look, yeah. Inside Amy Schumer has been on three seasons, Yeah, right? and every time you know she... Cre- or, sorry, it's
1: not like it's Actually, won a creative Emmy for uh, the Girl You Don't Need Makeup song. Right. Which is funny, because uh, Kurt Metzger, who writes on that show, mm-hmm. I follow him on Facebook. and do it's yourself a fa- Do yourself a favor. Follow him on Facebook if you don't, because he just rambles on about everything. But uh, he uh, he did not win the Emmy for that. He was uh, kind bummer. of upset about that, because of some technical difficulty, a technical... Technicality mm-hmm. He didn't get nominated Even though he like Wrote most of that song Apparently But um But as far as the award No no as far as the award What do you think Do so you think it's too early I mean no. like some people Like we heard like You know 10 years Seems too early I don't Look know.
0: three years uh, Of a show That's been a huge smash hit Yeah And it's um, You know it's got Cultural clout I agree I mean you know the HBO special Is going to do big numbers
1: Yeah I mean that's assuming Trainwreck was awesome She's doing Oddball She's co-headlining Oddball Which is selling out All over the place 15, 16,000 Hosted the award show
0: Well let's say this
1: You know every time She puts out a speech For like the Glamour Awards Or something like that It's kind of like Picked up and run with And she's stepping up And she's stepping up To the plate When it comes to uh, Politics Politics with the gun laws With Chuck Schumer Her cousin Yes I, I, I can agree. S- I, can I think see why I someone think, would argue it though. I think her influence has been great. I think she's doing good things with her celebrity. Correct. She also seems like she's bringing a lot of her comedy friends along. She How, hasn't why
0: really, do we want to take an award away? Like who's you, who's commenting on Facebook why? to say what you know none long none, none
1: well, whatever. Well, listen, listen. who are you giving it to that? This is Come the on. this is the internet. Uh, and I'm just saying what the people ugh. what the feedback is we're getting on our to uh, page. to do a Jimmy Norton impression. Yuck. 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 <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Kathleen A Fitzpatrick. That's the official answer from Mark. Well, no, <laughs> don't don't out her. No,
0: listen, calling out our listeners sometimes. All right. We we're we're in deep here. Let's yeah. get to Seth Herzog right now on the Laugh Button podcast. All right, I'd like to welcome my guest to the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Rycast Network. He goes by the name Seth Herzog and also plays him in real life.
2: I play myself in real life most of the time. Sometimes other people do it.
0: If you you had a biopic about you. A biopic? Yeah, that was coming out. Who would you want to play you? Who do you think would best represent you? Oh my
2: lord, that's a tough question.
0: Would you want to be male or female? Let's start there. Then we'll narrow it down.
2: I would want to do it like uh, Todd Haynes did Bob Dylan, like a different person portraying uh, me in different eras. Okay, you know, and and definitely um, a few women.
0: Okay, any women in particular? No, any. You'd like woman. to see get into Leslie your clothes, Jones. Leslie you Jones?
2: Want? I think could really nail it. <laughs> me, I think she understands me.
0: Do you feel like Leslie Jones is a good representation of your inner soul? Yes. Like, like that's at wh- times. That's what you're holding back. Like all these uh, there's years, a Leslie Seth, Jones inside all of us. I think so. Yeah, I think I was a I was a drummer in a funk band for a long time, and I feel like had I been Leslie Jones, I could have turned it up a notch. You know what I
2: mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean the, I'm sure the, the beats would have been a little thicker. As a drummer, your I mean your band could have really benefited from a little Les dog <laughs> on the drums. You know.
0: When's the last time you saw her? Do you do you in see person? Yeah, you see her a lot. I'm not
2: friends with her yet. I like okay. her a lot though, but I do see her around, yeah.
0: Big fan? So you're excited for fan. Ghostbusters
2: then. I think it's great her that involvement. she's in it. Yep. Yeah. I think she's the she's only been in the on the show this last year mm-hmm. and she's a breakout star,
0: already already slain. I think she's and she was it. in top 5 for a little bit as well. She Chris was a little Fox bit in top yeah. top 5. Yes. Did you watch that movie? I did see it. Do you like I it? Just
2: saw it. I saw it on a plane. I think I just watched it on a on a plane. Yeah. Um, I,
0: I thought Brian Regan kind of stole the Oh he was great. Like right? as the radio DJ yeah. crush that. Yeah. He, he was, was so great. good. Yeah. He, he
2: was really right. was. It was the radio <laughs> DJ was
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the original. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> go with the That guy's so funny. Oh God. All right. So uh big fan of Leslie Jones. Well let's let's back it up. Let's go into the let's enter the Wayback Machine. Uh or at least let's You let's, know who gets that reference? Four people. Four
2: <laughs> 45-year-old comedy nerds Who are listening to this Get that reference No one gets that reference Well, you know The Wayback Machine
0: Yeah (laughs) Yeah Apartment 2 app ab- what, what reference Should I dip back to Apartment where, 2 app ab- where, where should <laughs> I go the less people One Sklar will
2: get that joke <laughs>
0: right. The other one forgot Wait, about right. it Right Randy's like Wait what was that what, Oh I did that? that Oh shit Is that by <laughs> yeah. Troll 2 yeah. I don't I can't <laughs>
1: Exactly
0: <laughs> Alright I'll dial it back On the references then um, no. no I love I love them Because <laughs> I get all of them Okay Okay good I'm with friends and family Right now I feel <laughs> comfortable just, It's just for me and you I feel comfortable um, Alright 2009 The reason I'm bringing up 2009 And I, I mentioned this to you Because we ran into each other Recently and it's it's been a long time In fact it had been so long You didn't even remember Who the hell I was You're like, I knew who you were Why does this guy Have my cell phone number I knew exactly who you are. <laughs> I remembered your last name Was Seaman Yeah it's kind of Unforgettable I think It's unforgettable right? Um, Yeah it was comedy or porn Right I guess. Yeah. And my parents were like, just uh, do either of them have health insurance? I'm not sure.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I told them, I don't none think the,
2: either no, none do. None of them have uh, health health insurance. No, I remember hanging out with you in, in DC. D- yeah, C. it was
0: DC at the Benson Ball. You recorded my set. I did, which and I you plan- put it on air. I planned on giving that to you today, but it's, I couldn't find it. I, it's on one of my backup hard drives. So I'll get that to That's you. That's really fucked up. Uh, I mean, the first three minutes of it is you dancing. No, yeah, it's a minute, a, a minute and a half. A minute oh, and a half? minute and a half. you have this clocked out, right? So you would know better than me. Yeah,
2: it's about a minute and a half is a dance bit at the beginning.
0: And you did that at a... At a uh, was that the, it was the, in the, the round.
2: It was in the round. That was it the was best in the round. set I did that whole festival. Really? That was easily the best show I and did. And I
0: have it on tape. I got it yeah. on tape. Yeah. I'll get that to you. Yeah. Um, it was a good set. It was a real good set. I was really impressed with you. And I remember going yeah. up after you and telling you how much I liked it. And... Uh, I'm I. I'm actually wearing a Wonder Woman belt right now I saw that, that was not intentional. I did notice that. I just realized You're wearing a like Wonder Woman belt.
2: You're wearing a Wonder Woman seat belt belt.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, man, it, she drives fast in that invisible plane, you know? <laughs> so it's like the Wonder
2: Woman seat belt you got out of the invisible <laughs> jet and made it into a regular pants belt.
0: She she was getting new interior done. If and, you guys uh, don't, under,
2: don't think Mark has any nerd... Uh, um, Cred. He's also wearing a very old Star Wars t-shirt and a Wonder Woman belt. Yeah. I don't know if that's on purpose
0: my wife dressed me today <laughs> no, Is your wife did, a six-year-old boy she, she did the opposite of that uh this is the day where she slept in and I had to dress myself and this is the result oh, that, of that. that's the result
2: I can I can, I can Here, see here's
0: that. what happened you, um, it uh, I hate talking about weather but it was really warm in the city yesterday Yesterday. so was I was hot. like you know what I'm going shorts and a tee today and then it was the opposite it's of cold hot today, today. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's cold. I went to work and I was like that was yeah I chose poorly when
2: you say go go to work is this it is me sitting at your t- tables yes. you I'm going? Out Going to work
0: in my apartment, but saying I went Waiting to work today. For you, to
2: show up. you walked from the bedroom through the archway that has no door, no door between your bedroom and your <laughs> your living room. Yeah, paint a picture.
0: Paint a picture because you're the only. I think you're the only second or third podcast I've done from uh, from my apartment here, and, and you where you live now. You live near I not, live, in my apartment. I
2: live like two blocks away from you. Yeah, which is why I agreed to come here.
0: Yeah, super convenient for you. In fact, Very. Convenient. You use the underground tunnel, which was uh, yeah, smart.
2: We were there's there. Is a lot of underground tunnels on the upper west side just to sort of tunnel Jews from apartment to apartment. Um, without so basically, there's one tunnel they all ever they all lead to bars, so you can get in right before it opens so you can get the locks. I want the early locks, I
0: want the fresh locks, fresh Novi. You never take the lock off the top though, no, because that's the one that's taking all the wind damage and transportation damage. damage. So, I like to go to Fairway
2: and I'm gonna start a, a web series. Of uh, old people fights Yes It's sort of like bum fights But it's just old Jews yelling at each other About who got here first
0: I'm so glad you brought at this Fairway. up Fairway Please, anyone who's coming to New York City For the first time If you want a good, solid New York experience Like something to check off the list Yeah Hit Fairway, Upper West Side Upper
2: West Side, Fairway, 74th Street
0: Yeah, 74th Street and But you got to go during daytime, daytime. hours Daytime,
2: not at night when everyone's there daytime when it's just the old people
0: it's it's like a nightclub for old people who can't move around so well <laughs> yep. and say hey you know what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna wake up and i'm just gonna yell at the deli slicer yep because he didn't slice them thin enough exactly and, it, and if you're behind me i'm sorry it's gonna be about 20 to 25 20 minutes <laughs> do it again you call this thin
2: oh my god it's thicker than my thumb everything's a problem <laughs>
0: I'm so glad you brought it. It's so true. That's uh, my favorite thing. Do you grocery shop during the day or do you, are you one of those people that wait till like 1230 in the morning right before closing? Oh, you right know, well. uh, when, when there's not a lot of people in there, but I you're like also to grocery
2: shop during the day when n- very few people there, mm-hmm. I always end up doing it late afternoon when everyone's there. Right. Which sort of sucks. Poor decision. Yeah. Poor decision. Especially Perfect. when you have time to do it, to do it earlier. Uh, but I, I go when I can, you know, um, but Fairways is a trip. Fairway, just in general, no matter when you go is a trip, it's a real New York experience.
0: It is nice, tight aisles, super tight aisles. I don't know why they, they like, bother having shopping carts. They have a
2: giant cheese station, like so many <laughs> cheeses,
0: more cheeses
2: than then there coffees. is cows. Yeah, and coffees. Oh, there's a coffee area.
0: There's so much to choose. Well, from. Well, Seth, this is our this is our hybrid cheese over here. We we yeah. made it a Swiss. You know, a Swiss cheese cow yeah, yeah, with yeah. a Gouda this cow. Is, yeah,
2: this is a Camembert-Gouda combo, and it's just stinky and tasty. It comes in a giant wheel. You can throw it right on your car, in your trunk. If you need a spare tire, it works. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's really interesting. You could you could sit in the cheese department for hours, just stare at everything. Yeah, it's taste, pretty overwhelming. everything, it's so much.
0: Pretty overwhelming. Yeah, yeah actually, if you're just hungry, yeah. and you're looking to just eat cheese... And you don't feel like going to the bathroom for a week or two. Yep. Just l- <laughs> stock up over at Fairway. Yeah. All right, Seth Herzog, let's play catch up for those who okay. aren't in the know, that the, should be in the know. If my know. two fans are not listening. Yeah, if the other Sklar brother doesn't, uh, <laughs> if he doesn't know what you're what you're up to yep. these days. <laughs> Randy and Jason, how you guys doing, by the way? <laughs> they love um, you. you. You are a part of this New York comedy scene that's been ingrained in the city for a long time when that sort of alt-com movement really kicked in in the early mid-90s. Uh-huh. And you are doing a show called Sweet, which uh-huh. has been going on for over 10 years, now, 10 years now. Which is impressive because most shows don't hang on that long, especially yeah. when they p- take place at venues that, that get sold or bought or move or whatever. Like your show, Rafifi's was like a big staple. Um, I'm trying to think uh, Bobby Tisdale's show with Eugene Merman, right? That was there. Yeah. The, there were some, and I feel like Luna Lounge had some stuff well, too. Well, Luna
2: was the first thing to really take off. Right. Like the show at Luna Lounge was the show that was like. Was that Garofalo? Did she. No, she was on it a lot. Yeah, she, she didn't was on start it or it? anything. Okay. Um,. That was the first. Well, basically, well, that started at a place called Rebar, which ah. was this bar that doesn't exist anymore on Sixteenth and Eighth Avenue. Okay, and it was there was it was just weird. It was like this big bar that had no seating, and then they had like a weird back room. And they just pulled a curtain, and then this whole back section of the bar, where there was no seats. It was just like maybe two or three seats, but just a big black box. Oh wow. And a curtain. It was so weird. Okay. And these actually these industry guys, it was these comedy central dudes started this show no way. where you couldn't do your act. Just come and do anything you want. Anything you want, just don't do your act. And that's how the whole thing started. That was in ninety four. That's impressive. And I remember Toby Huss told some of the most like gut wrenching, saddest stories I've ever heard in my life. And some of them. Sometimes they were funny. Sometimes things weren't. Sure. You know, famously, Mike Black came and like mm. put down a blanket and like had a bunch of objects and just sold them.
0: <laughs> right. I I do know that story. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but by just the way. a lot of
2: stuff like that. Like people really were stretching out. And what,
0: classic Mike Black, by the way. Classic Mike or Michael Black. Black. Michael for Ian those, Black for those. Sure. Or or Michael Schwartz. Or Michael Schwartz. If, if, you're, if you really, if, if you, you know him, fan.
2: before uh, nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Right. <laughs> He's a good dude, man. He's a great like
2: guy. guy. So, so, yeah, there was a the lot. There was People were really doing stuff that like, and people are barely even doing now, like really stretching it out, like mm-hmm. what it means. What does comedy mean? What does it mean to be funny? Like what does that – it can be anything.
0: And you're – at this point, are you living in Jersey? Are you in New York? Where are you at? I live in New York. You were living I in New in York? I live in
2: Manhattan. I've lived in Manhattan now for a long time. Okay. I used to live in a famously small apartment. Uh, I was – 115 square foot 115 square feet
0: Wait you're not the guy Who sold those tiny ads From that tiny One bedroom apartment No Like news You remember those commercials You don't remember those No The guy's whole bit was It was an infomercial Yeah this guy would give you the technique and the power to sell, like to sell stuff in classified ads and newspapers. And his whole gimmick was that he started this business in a tiny one bedroom. He'd be like, "This tiny ads and a tiny one." You gotta look. This. I'll send you the clip. Look it up. That's that's funny. All right, so no, so that's so where I, we're drawing the line with
2: yes. references. Okay, okay, gotcha. So we, we yeah we um I lived in this place. I paid three ninety three. Jesus man. And it's now the Ace the uh, Ace Hotel. So it was in that building on 29th and Broadway.
0: Three hundred what a weird amount, by the way. Well, it started
2: at three forty-eight, and then somehow it moved up to three ninety-three. <laughs> why the odd? It's so weird. I have no idea how that happened.
0: It's like when you wind up with like seventeen cents on your metro card, and you're yeah. like, how How does this even mathematically possible? What yeah. bonus system are they using now? Yeah. I don't get it. Okay, so yeah. so this scene emerges uh, at this time period that. Oh now has seemed to take over everything, right? All
2: basically, sitcoms and movies. Well, basically and, what happened was the UCB Theater started their school. Right. That changed a lot.
0: Yeah, that changed the game big that time, time too. That changed the game
2: big time. Because that's just, they started a theater, right. and a theater with a school. So all of a sudden, people who wanted to do comedy in New York were going to the school yeah. and getting trained in improv, improv and sketch. Yeah. And... And then school grew and grew and grew and grew. And as the people who were at the school all of a sudden were on The Daily Show and were on mm-hmm. SNL and all of a sudden like the screw the school really grew and then it started getting bigger and bigger and, and then that's where people went to look for talent. I mean right. like And that still happens from, today. Oh very much sure. so. I mean, I mean, from Ben Schwartz to Aubrey Plaza to, I mean, so many people. And I if mean, you go Donald way Clever, back, Rob Riggle, Nick Kroll. I mean, I'm saying like, yeah, before, I'm saying more, more re- recent, recent, recent finds, yeah. Sure. And this, Ellie Kemper, too, Ellie I think, Kemper yeah. was a big, mm-hmm. uh, she also did a lot of stuff at the Pit. Pit, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, that whole scene. So, how, how do you think of comedy now? Then when you take a step back and actually think about that time period and how, uh, because no well, one knew what the results of that was going to be, like, right, hey, let's go funny. into a
2: room and fucking sell shit. What's funny is like I still find it weird that the old model was if you wanted to be a stand up in New York, you came to New York, you started hanging out at these like you know the clubs. Mm-hmm. Some clubs don't exist anymore that existed then, and maybe you would you know they'd give you stage time if you went and barked, you know, or like Good you just barkers. hung out and like go to the open mics and like like there was a there was I don't even know if it still exists. When I moved here, there was a place called Gladys's Comedy Room. And it was a room. It wasn't even a club. It was behind Hamburger Harry's, which was a hamburger restaurant on like 46th Street.
0: These these all sound mythological. Yes. You know, it's like all made up. It's true. Right off <laughs> Times
2: Square, Harry's. there was a place called Ham- Hamburger Harry's. And if you walked through the back of Hamburger Harry's, there was a little comedy club called right. Gladys's Comedy Club. And it was like a room, just a room in the back of like a, a restaurant. And they had Wednesday night uh, open mics. And then they had shows Friday and Saturday. And that was it. So I went I remember my first open mic when I first moved to New York I went there just to see what it was all, all about and it was a, it was a bunch of crazy old people like right. crazy people who, who, who were going to perform and then like Eric Sloven I think Gavigan wow, was there Sloven wow. um like some and like real comics like Russman Eve, you sure. know and and then, if you did well at that open mic, then they said, "Hey, you should come and do Friday, Saturday." If they saw you weren't crazy, if you weren't a crazy person, you they'd safe. ask you. They'd <laughs> ask you to do the weekends, and those were the weekend guys. I mean, Eve was doing Gladys's on wow. the weekends every weekend. So was Gaffigan.
0: That's crazy. That that reminds me of. Um, were you ever knee deep in moonwork? Like, oh, I did that a lot.
2: I did first moonwork I did was ninety. Seven?
0: God, I used to love that show. And cool. then they and then I remember they moved it to that like gymnasium with the weird clown it, it's face. It's moved
2: like nine times. People yeah. don't know that, but it's moved a lot. Yeah. Before it was in the gymnasium, it was at the Stellar Adler Theater on the, fo- on the right. fourth floor.
0: I remember that. And I was performed at that space first. Those lineups were insane too, oh, man. Sad. They were always a treat. I mean, all heavy had no hitters, host. like you said. They like, never had a host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They that never... show still sort of
2: exists, and it doesn't have a host. I love it.
0: There's a bit. Maybe you remember this. Maybe you can remember this. This has been bothering me for a long time, and I hate that I didn't write it down. I saw right when DVDs started coming out. So this is like, what, late 90s. You know, they, they started putting those commentary tracks on there. And I saw... These two comics go up on stage and and do a routine that was, I'm guessing, intentionally bad, mm-hmm. and no one knew what to do. They left the stage, and then all of a sudden, you heard over the you know over the loudspeaker of the PA system, uh, two guys talking as if it were a commentary track. And then those comedians went back up on stage and redid the, the bit, but now with the commentary track, and it was so funny, and I thought it was really genius, and the way they analyzed this like shitty bit. You know, and then I and I can't remember who the hell did it. I love that idea. I I know, and it's driving me crazy because it was super timely too. You know, it's like you could do that now; it'd be kind of dumb. But um, it was so funny. I was like, that was an original thought, and I really appreciate it. And I can't remember for the life of me who did it. Huh? Frustrating. Sloven Allen, maybe? No, no. I would have remembered them doing it, but uh, you know, and then Tom Shalhoub would always close out the night with some crazy story.
2: Has been closing that show for a long time. Yeah. Used to be a guy named Rusty Ward or Rusty Dodge. Rusty Ward. Was a piano player. He used to close out every Moonworks show with some songs, but then he
0: died. Yeah, passed away. Yeah,
2: so and then Tom started doing it.
0: Ah, oh, that sucks. Anyway, good memories. Yeah. So where does your timeline intersect with Fallon then? How do, how do you wind up?
2: <laughs> how do I end up at the Tonight Show? Yeah, how do you end up? I have no idea. Now, Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I don't know, for those how did I get here?
0: Right. For <laughs> those listening who who haven't seen the Tonight Show or, or even uh, when Jimmy did the Late Show. late uh, Yeah, Late Night. Or Late Night. um. You you're the warm up act for that.
2: I am. I'm the comic at the show.
0: I was the comic at late night. How did how did you wind up with that gig? Because that's that's an Um, interesting
2: and fun gig. If you ask Jimmy, he'll tell you one story. If you ask me, he'll tell a different a different story. Basically, what happened was, you know, Jimmy and I had become friends like through two or three years before the show started. We had originally met in like 2000 at a dice game in the afternoon. Good old dice game. It was really funny. I mean, it was um. What's her name? From uh, Jane Pratt from yeah, Jane sure. Magazine. Jane Magazine, yeah. Jane, Jane was having like some people hang out at like a restaurant on a Saturday afternoon. She'd like didn't rent out the restaurant, but it was sort of closed. She was just having like some friends hang out. So she called Josh Charles and I to go come hang out. And Jimmy was there. And we all got along like a fucking house on fire. And there was a bunch of other friends of hers and we all started playing dice. We played dice all day. And then I would run into him at parties here and there and we'd hang out. But then we really became friends like 2005, okay. five, five years later, because I had done a Stella video that he The loved. Stella shorts? The Stella shorts.
0: By the way, those are awesome. And I, I was only in and one. I'm, I'm glad they uh, for posted one them all finally on the internet. Yeah, exactly. I have the DVD oh, had somewhere. The DVD, yeah. yeah, same.
2: Yeah. So I was in one. I was in the Saturday in the Park one. I danced around in my underwear, and Jimmy apparently became obsessed with my bit. He was, into it was like, you're the funniest part of that whole video. You're the greatest. It's so fun." So we became friends really from from that, him like loving my part in that. And then we started hanging out and hanging out. And then when the show came up, he I ran to him at a birthday party of a, a mutual friend of ours who also works on the show now. And he was like, you're going to be my, my warm-up guy. You're the guy. You're going to be the guy. Come on, you will be perfect You're a perfect guy But he had never seen me perform He knew I was a stand-up That was good Jimmy energy, by oh, the way Oh, come on Perfect <laughs> So He Had never seen me perform He just knew I was a stand-up And he knew I was a funny person That's so And weird. had a good energy Right But he had never seen me do anything He just liked your vibe, He just, liked, he just liked, liked my vibe So And we had a lot of friends in common I guess they said I was funny So um, I originally I didn't say no I was like I didn't want to be a warm-up guy I didn't want to. I thought, in my experience, warm-up guys were like the lowest level of comedy. <laughs> it's, it's like it's lower than cruise ship. It's lower than well, it's yeah. It could be. It depends how you do it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like all the warm-up guys I'd seen were old, right? Not comedians funny. from the eighties, comedians who like couldn't do anything. Yeah, else. dragging it this out. This is all they could they could right. they could they could do. So I um so it was like I kind of hey so I was like oh, okay I guess I could do it. But he could see the look on my face. He's like, "You don't, you don't want to do it. I'm offering you a job. And you know, you don't want to do it. I'm literally offering you a job. Your answer is no to me. You're saying no to me, right, 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 right now." So he said, "Well, what do you want to do?" I was like, "Oh, I want to do sketches with you on the show. I want to do stand-up on the show." He goes, "Well, do it all. Do it all. Just come. Just join us." So uh, I was pretty odd about it, and I emailed him the next day. Next day, and I was like, "Let's do it. I'm in. Let's do this." And he didn't respond. <laughs> I emailed him again a couple days later. I was like, let's do this.
0: Was there hesitation in your email? No. Like, could he- no, it was very <laughs> yeah. confident. What font were you using?
2: Um, wingdings. So he didn't respond again. I okay. ran into this other wow. mutual friend of ours who was working on the show. And I was like, what's going on? Jimmy's not responding. I, I told him I want to do it. He goes, he thinks you don't want to do it. He thinks you're out. I'm like, no, I'm in. I'm in. I emailed him a couple days before the first test show. I knew, the, I knew when the test show was going to start. And I was like, if you haven't hired anyone, I'm still interested. Or if you have, let me know. Da, 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 da. The first test show happens. The next morning at 8 a.m., I get an email from him. 8 a.m. He's like, you got to come and do this. These guys have hired a terrible. And I write right back, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So I went to you, see. Do you know who... I mean, you don't have to say Oh, it, but... I'll tell you exactly who it was. <laughs> they were great. They're amazing comics. They just weren't good at it. It was... Right. Well, uh, warm-up
0: is different. Warm-up is warming, up, very different. Warming up a show as is a different. As a
2: duo, it was Anthony Jeselnik...
0: Oh, my God.
2: ...and um, Wayne Fetterman, who were hilarious as a duo. Like, I have to tell you, hilarious. Not right for what they needed, Right. but so funny. Oh, what an interesting... I love those two. Sure, sure. And they were both writing monologue at the time. And uh, so I went to see them. Timmy was like, come and watch today, and then you can start tomorrow. So I came and watched. I watched Jeselnik and West Fetterman do their two tag team thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Were Jeselnik... they proppy
0: at all? Were they proppy? Like, no, they... not
2: proppy in the least. It was just Fetterman was trying to be up right. and like, warm and engaging, and like Jeselnik would just say the darkest one-liners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can so like, I can so see that. They would just totally bring the room down. I, I was
2: I was like, this is the funniest thing ever, but I can see why you don't want it to happen. Yeah. Like Wayne would say, like, hey, if there's a fire, follow your pages. Your pages will tell us where <laughs> you'll tell you where to go. Just like, would say, Yeah, just leave your give your life over to a uneducated twenty three year old.
0: And were they were they like contractually obligated to be a pair? Like it wasn't like Fallon could say, "Hey, Anthony."
2: Yeah, I don't know what you know, happened. It was really I think great. They, decided, they neither of them but, wanted to do it as a. I think they solo, wanted to do it together. Yeah. They didn't want to do it so solo. All right. So <laughs> I came and watched them. Oh man, it was such a treat. I wish brutal, that was man. on video to see. It was so funny, and then. I met with them, I met with the producers and Jimmy, and they were like, you want to st- start tomorrow, see, see how it goes, and I've been doing it ever since. That's crazy.
0: Well, yeah. congratulations, man, yeah, and obviously when he made, he made the move to The Tonight Show, you know, he wasn't like, hey, thanks for helping out, buddy, peace. He's, oh,
2: uh, well, every, well, you know, why would, no one really got fired. Yeah. A couple people left. I think a couple of people got fired, but 90% is the exact same staff.
0: But you know, it's a, it's a testament and I think it's a big part and most people will know this, why the show's so successful because the team, you can feel that man. Yeah. You can tell everybody and every element of that show, it, it feels so comfortable and like a family and yeah. just, it, it's just oozing I mean, out now as a machine versus like a, why would you, you know, get rid of anyone? People.
2: Like everyone, like they figured out a great combination of people that work on that show. Yeah. It's such a great group and we're doing in the same room we were doing late night. it's just a Mm -hmm. different set a different title but it's the same show more or less
0: were you stoked when you knew it was going to be staying in new york like well like was it was there talk of like we might have to go to la and
2: Uh, no i have to admit i was a little privy and one night one of the producers told me and i thought he was kidding he was said you know I think we're going to be the Tonight Show, and I think we're going to stay here in New York. And I was like, what? you got to be kidding me. He goes, it's going to happen sooner than you think. But I thought he was kind of just drunk and just talking. But he was right. Wow. It happened sooner than I than we thought, and we we're the Tonight Show, and we did it here.
0: Give I me that, that was... guy's number. I want to get him for bets. <laughs> like the death bets or the whatever. Right, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 exactly. Um. So when it did start to go down, I wasn't surprised because I sort of knew ahead of time. But... um. I'm still surprised. I'm still surprised every day. It's like I walk in. It's like we're making the Tonight Show tonight. Like this is what we're doing here. This is really
0: what we're doing here. Like you're leaving here after you talk to me. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Tonight Show in New York City. You're going to go to a place that has doors where there's supposed to be doors. doors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny because also sometimes you know I know the history of that room and I'm still learning a lot about the history of that room. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if you know, but six. I don't know if this is interesting to anyone listening. It, it definitely is. I mean, this is. But 6B, um, where we do the show, was not only where Carson did the, uh, the Tonight Show mm-hmm. and where uh, Jack Parr did the Tonight Show, where Steve Allen did it for a year. I think then they moved it to Connecticut and then it came, came back. But Milton Burl, like the first comedy show on TV ever, was a live show every Tuesday night in that same room. For that ran for six years or whatever. It's crazy. Ernie Kovacs had a famous sketch show in that room. There was another show. I just I can't believe I've known it was in our room, but I didn't know what it was until yesterday. I read an article about it. A show called Broadway Open House.
0: I don't know about this. I
2: just read an article about it yesterday, and I always saw it listed as like one of the shows that was in our room. Right. It was the real precursor to all the late night shows. Wow! Before tonight's show, there was a show called Broadway Open House that I forgot the name of the guy who hosted it, but it was really—it was in like the fifties, and it was really wacky, like really wacky. I thought when I saw the name Broadway Open House, it was just like they would do like Broadway shows on Vib. That's where my brain video. went. That's where my brain went. Not at all. It was like a super off the hinges, wacky late night oh my talk God. show. There's got to be where footage, right? It's got to be. Fun. I'm gonna try and find it, but apparently, we're all a lot of like the. Sort of traditions and tropes and and the vibe that everything is now comes from that show, and it's because then there was nothing before it. Yeah, there's no. So rules. whatever you did was right. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm I'm so I'm just learning about that broad Broadway open house, which I want to learn more about. But that was also in our, our room.
0: So what was it like the first time you walked in to set? Then, like, what was that? Um, what was the energy? Like, what were you feeling when it was at the? You kicked Show? This, yeah, because you kicked this thing off, remember? Yeah, a lot yeah, of people think, man. oh, you know, it's Jimmy's first night. But you're actually the guy that comes out I set out the tone, first. man. Exactly. I
2: set that tone. You set... I tried when the first night we were at the Tonight Show. I mean, it was a lot of pressure. It was a big deal. People were really freaked out. Who was in the crowd? Was it all like... Was it suits and stuff? Was you know, it? it was a lot of suits. You know who was in the crowd? Sigourney Weaver. You know why? Sigourney Weaver's father... Fucking Ripley, ...was one man. of the original... Producers of the tonight show. Wow. Which I didn't know. Wow. But then, then there was another producer of I the tonight show. One of the actual original producers was in the audience. He was like 90.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, he was plugged in. Yeah, he was plugged in. We
2: had him stand up but um
0: move. <laughs> yeah yeah you go stand in the sorry we're out no, of no we seats, had him in the, he <laughs> he got in the back late.
2: though he, he was in the back because he's so old. you got to get him close to the uh, door so he's you the guy that
0: him. he's the guy that started the whole it's cooler to be in the back of the room thing. yeah exactly you know. exactly i'll just be in the back
2: guys so there was it was all of nbc and all like the oh, old shit. tonight show yeah no pressure were there. no pressure it was crazy it was just the pressure i didn't mind that but just the pressure like everyone was tense the yeah. whole staff was tense So I try not to Like Don't do anything special Just do your thing As well as you can Do the thing You've been doing every day And just do it awesome And don't try to like Overdo anything Right You know So that's So I just try to like Get it done Just Get the energy Try to harness it Focus them Realize this is important This is historical This is TV history This is what we're doing We're all in on this together Let's just get this done Like that was sort of my vibe
0: Did Jimmy say anything to you Before you went out That first time Did he give you uh a like was he no, like, hey, he was hey, busy. He said, don't fuck it up, all right? You know, like a super cash Maybe. about I it. I don't remember.
2: I mean, I think I remember we hung out afterwards a little bit because we were all very excited, but like I don't think he said anything beforehand. Yeah. I was trying not to think about it, to be honest with you. Sure. I was trying to think it was just just another day. It's just the first day of a whole bunch of other of other other days. Like, don't make a big deal about it.
0: Now is it Second nature at this point Do you feel like Oh it's... yeah
2: I mean like The first few minutes Of my thing I kind of Always the same I have mm-hmm. like Announcements Jokes about the announcements Right And then it's just sort of like And I know how good The jokes are So I know exactly What laughs I should be expecting So it sort of lets me know Where the audience is If they're good Are they bad audience Are they great Are they terrible Are they, are they like Where they are So there's certain Laughs so like Oh that should get an eight That should get a six But like they're giving me three So like okay this, These guys are terrible um, But then I just make it up the first few minutes are the same, and then I just open it up, just
0: and riffing. we just riff. Oh, it's so great. just make it up. That's, and that's why what the they energy's appreciate. the best. I was going to say, because you're in the moment. You're in they the moment.
2: know you're in the moment, you're and not all of a sudden their laughs go from sixes to nines. Because they're like, oh my God, we're all in on this thing that he just made it up, and we're all having a moment, and it's exciting. Like, So that's how you get people sometimes really excited in a very short period of time.
0: Now, uh, do you have a favorite route?
2: Root? Root? Oh, the yeah. the band? Yeah. Do you a have a favorite like, route? Travel route?
0: No. no. Um, uh, did I pronounce it wrong? Root? No, no, no. Root. No, root. You, you said it right. Do yeah. I, did I did have, have a, a favorite route? A paper route. Did you have a paper route growing mm-hmm. up? You did? In fifth grade. Did you make a lot of money doing that? No. Like, What did you do with all your no money? money? Did you just buy gummy worms or whatever and what call it a day? What did I do with
2: my money? I made a little bit of money in fifth grade with a paper route. I
0: don't Because to have money it. in fifth grade, that's pretty.
2: I think I opened up a bank account. Let's put in my little bank account. You like still have it? Thirty dollars? Like, I'm like, no. I wish I still had that account. I don't.
0: That'd be awesome. You're a lifer there for sure. Yeah, right. Interest like rate is like actually local negative. Princeton 10. Bank. <laughs> right.
2: No, I think I closed that account. But it had like you know fifty bucks in or something. Sure. I don't know, nothing much. Yeah, I, I think I bought. It. You know what I did? I eventually bought. I started buying forty fives. Oh, nice. And buying records. I think records were one of the first things I started buying that I remember buying. Yeah. Uh, I bought What's a the prize Monkey's possession? record oh. off the T V once. What? You know those like T V ads like buy this record now? I bought a monkey's record off the television.
0: That's so great. Was it an actual album or was it like the greatest came hits? In, came in the no, mail. but I mean was it like a compilation oh. or was it like uh like greatest, one of their actual
2: albums? It was the one that was white that just had monkeys on the front in red. Okay. I don't know. I used to love
0: been. that show, I man, when that show. I was on TV. It was so good. Yeah.
2: Um, my first album I ever had, though, I won is in, a, in, in a contest at the mall, a talent contest. There was a talent show at the mall. See, kids, get off the internet. Get off Go the internet. Go out and do something do, in public. Get a costume and do a number. <laughs> so there was this mall talent contest I heard off the radio, and I signed up for it. And you had to do something from a movie. You had to do a character from a film. Okay. So I did um, the, f- the theme song to Hair. I dressed as like a hippie, and I did like I'd like lip synced and dance like the Hair song. And I came in second in my age group, still mad about that furious i lost to a kid who was the hulk and all he did was paint himself green and go rrr, rrr. Well, that's bullshit that's all he that's all he did and he and he won. won the age group i came in second i love that there were age groups yeah because then the age the, all the different age groups had to compete against each other right um i came in second and came and coming in second in my age group i won six pieces of eight the vinyl
0: which you please still own and is framed i, he, I immediately
2: traded it to my brother <laughs> and he gave me the animal house s- oh, soundtrack no which way. is what i really wanted
0: yeah but that's a score so you really won
2: I You won. really won i first got the place. animal house s- soundtrack which is all these great 60s songs right and he got sticks which he which which he won he got stuck with sticks yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right so um sweet this yeah. show that's been running for a long time now in New York City. It's a staple here. Staple. A
2: staple. An institution, if you if you will. It is.
0: It's an institution. And you've taken the show on the road, too. The show's been at, uh, what do I, I feel like this has been at Sundance, right? You guys, you did it at Sundance? We've done it at Sundance. Where else have you done it
2: that's not New York years. City? Years. Okay. Four years? No, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Four years we've done it there. First two years we did two shows, and the last two years we did one show each.
0: I feel like, uh, did you have Sudeikis on one of those?
2: First one. The first show, the cast was, we did two nights. It was uh, Sudeikis was my co host.
0: Like DJ, co host, right? DJ,
2: co host. It was also during the strike, so we didn't have to be here.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. And Nick so Kroll, you got everybody on strike? I got come. everyone on
2: strike. It happened to be during the strike. Wow. So Sidakis, Nick Kroll. Dave Wayne and uh, John Viner. Was Good old the cast.
0: Cleveland guy, David Wayne.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a great cast. The next year's cast, we did two
0: nights. Think about that show even now. Better. Today, think about that I show know. today. I know. Hey, here's the lineup at the at, yeah. at the show. suite. Yeah. yeah. Well, it well, still happens, but at Sundance, Sudeikis, it's Sunday. David Sudeikis, Wayne, Kroll, Nick Kroll. Kroll,
2: John Viner. It's insane. Oh, crazy. It's insane. Yeah. The next year, we had it was even better. Um Rob Cordry was yeah, my co-host both Rob. both nights. First night, Audrey Plaza, Donald Glover, Morgan Murphy and Gaffigan. Wow. And the next wow. night was just Aubrey Donald and Pat Oswalt.
0: <laughs> Who? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's awesome. It was but, great, but that's a testament to this show and how and uh, let's say important at this at this point. Yeah, it really is. It's a huge influence, obviously, on on comedians and people want to be at this show. Yeah, it's always packed to the gills. Yeah. Not always, and but some nights it does Last well. Night it, was. it does really well, yeah. and uh, and one of the best parts about it is your mom's involved. My
2: mom's on every week.
0: It's insane. Was she hesitant the first time? Like we're. How did you talk your mom into doing it? Cuz I think <laughs> she's like Lucy,
2: she wants to be in the act.
0: I I wrote I wrote a rap song about my my last name gonna Wright, which you mentioned mm-hmm. before. I wrote a rap song called Special Delivery and it's all about growing up with the name and Special and, I, delivery. and I and I quote my mom in it. You know, like she's in the hospital and she gets up and she goes, "That's what I'm talking about," right? And I had to it took so long for me to convince her to just I need you to say it, mom. I can't it's gotta be you on the album. Like it's gotta be you. She's like, but I don't know. You what know, did you want the song? Say? Like I just needed her to say that's what I'm talking about. But what's what, what, so? But what? the song's really descriptive. It's like that. vulgar and shit. And she's just like, you know, she's she's like, I don't know. I've got my idea. mom to say so many things. I know. Things on stage. I know. <laughs> well, well the, again, this is she's not even saying anything bad. It's the right. context that she's like. Yeah. The song's funny, but I just don't know if I want right. to be. Right. But she did it, and that was cool. Uh, but to get her to do what your mom does
2: every week every week, after week,
0: week to dive into her brain catch mm-hmm. everybody up with what's going on through her well, eyes she also right? is
2: making up we're improvising. we've we're, we've planned almost nothing and i just suspect she's going to be fun and funny and people just like almost everything she does because she's right. just so herself and she's so real she's so genuine she's such a mom and she's kind of wacky and silly and a little crazy is she where you get your comedy
0: wants. It Chops from uh, Do you think I don't know. I, mean, she's, no? I
2: mean I think I get my comedy chops From practicing yeah. But I think She has a She has a great sense Of making fun of herself And a great perspective On the world Which helps a lot Right I've sort of Inherited that
0: Yeah I think that's what I meant I shouldn't have said chops Yeah uh, But no but I pr- get A great
2: perspective from her Okay And a great perspective
0: On yourself Sure um, So this show Really tell people That aren't in New York City About it You, you know if you could In a nutshell Two sentence dis- uh, description it's a it's a loose, fun comedy show,
2: mostly stand-up, some really wacky stuff. We never know what's going to happen. It's sort of half-planned, half-unplanned. Um, a lot of stars show up, and a lot of just good comics from New York and L.A. who are just in, in town.
0: So instead of telling everybody, like, oh, the best guest, who was the most surprising guest? Like, who went over... So well, that you weren't sure. You were like, oh, yeah, okay. But then it was just like a smash. Like it just annihilated. Interesting choice.
2: Who was just so surprisingly great?
0: And it's not because they're not funny or they're not a great comic, but just didn't in know. the context. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. man. That's a great and, question. I wish I had more time to answer this because I really think about it.
0: Seth Herzog, part two <laughs> on the Laugh Button podcast. It's coming. Think You could think about it.
2: Okay. If you okay. want to come,
0: we'll come back to it.
2: But there's also people like, I just don't know how they're going to do in my room. Like I think right. they're funny elsewhere. Sure. Like Tone Bell was on last, <laughs> last night. I've only seen him here and there. Yeah. I did a show. We did a, set, we did a suite at the Cabo Comedy Festival, which was a disaster. <laughs> it was, the audience was just a disaster. But, Not um, conscious. But I met where I met Tone at the, at the Cabo okay. Comedy Festival. And then he had contacted me that he wanted to perform while he was in town. And I didn't know my audience was going to love him, but he cr- crushed it. Like they loved him. Loved him That's awesome Yeah He was amazing So I was sort of surprised I was like You never know for the first time How p- people are gonna do um, And every room's different man Every, every audience room's different. is every different sure. different But my audience loves certain people And doesn't like certain folks you know. Do you
0: feel bad When you have to turn people away Like you know If people are hitting Like hey I'm in town And you're I like time. damn it Happens every week yeah. LA
2: Comics Chicago Comics Right Wherever you're from Denver San Francisco New Orleans San Francisco I get them all day People email me Hey I'm in town this week like, all right, I can't. What I really have always wanted to do, I've always wanted to do, is there should be a weekly show, maybe a Wednesday night or something. Okay, that's just people who are in town that week. And That's it. Call it, it Carpetbagger, <laughs> and it's all the people from LA and San Fran, Chicago, no locals.
0: And whoever's hosting can't be from here either.
2: Right, right, exactly. No, you get it, some guy who's going to host it every, every week. Okay. And maybe you throw in one local name if like Carpet. you have to. But like that's where, like if, you got, if you're if you like, hey, I'm in town from San Fran, I, I want to tell my friends to come see me, tell your friends to come to that show.
0: Yeah, just the out-of-town show.
2: The out-of-town show every week. Out-of-town you show. You can fill it up with different people every week. Every week there's seven people from in from out-of-town. Out of and that
0: makes it great for locals who don't get the chance to see these people on the regular because they're from out-of-town.
2: So I think you, as a as a local, you could go every week and see totally different people you'll never. We see. We should again. totally
0: do this. Yeah, it's got to. I don't want to organize it. I, I know, and that's a, It's so funny because I'm like, let's do it, let's do it right now. But then it's, it's like the, so much. It's organizing. so much work. So much work to book anything ever, Ugh. especially with comics. I. That's the one oh, thing. Oh, you know, I hate I'm not. I'm actually not flying in about my you know? show. Yeah,
2: is chasing down fucking comics every week sure. is such a pain in the ass. Like nonstop pain in the ass. I can do it. I can't do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, an hour before the show. Oh, I can't make it. Maybe I'll come. Can I text you later? Or they just don't even respond to you at all. Like, yeah.
0: can I just show no up and
2: one's do five, accountable. fine? Yeah. No one can be counted on. No one's accountable. Very few comments. You learn when, if you book a show, you learn very quickly who responds, who doesn't respond, who's accountable and who's not. Yeah. And who's, who's on who's on point, yeah. who's, who shows up, yeah. who doesn't.
0: Could you Imagine if the tonight show was like that. You know, like, yeah. like uh, I guess at at this taping, like Faith No More is supposed to play. It's like, Man, hey, you, they, you know what? We actually we're gonna do ten minutes over it. Uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah.
2: <laughs> people people don't show up for different different.
0: God, reasons. that makes it hard for promo. Some people you know?
2: miss planes. Yeah.
0: Well, that yeah, that's I mean that happens. Some a lot people time. Or, get
2: sick. Yep, yep. People bail. People bail almost every week. Someone bails. Like the really? schedule. Changes
0: bail from the Tonight Show How do you do that? It's just
2: I bet every week Someone has a problem Like a conflict or something
0: Yeah Schedule I mean I thing. get it Someone shooting a movie yeah, They have to go whatever. back And do a reshoot We do or You
2: know we do a lot now Again this is interesting For your audience But we shoot Out of order Like someone will right. come in On the day that they're free And then we'll edit it into A, show, the a week, show a week later Or something like
0: that Wait how does that work With Jimmy's tie Or whatever he's wearing He
2: goes, I, he goes backstage I come out to the audience And explain to them And he comes back out In a different suit it's amazing, and they all keep track of what suits. God, are. How many days. people are
0: on continuity staff over that's there? Like
2: f- two or three of them, just handling that.
0: What a what a that's like th- that's the equivalent of like uh you know um airplane traffic you know controller yeah, yeah. like continuity at at a show that shoots like out. Of we order.
2: did that last week Fuck. for the U two show right you which know?
0: makes sense by the way how cool that was amazing what a cool thing it was great it was so magical
2: it was honestly one of the most magical moments we've ever had on the Tonight Show set just them you coming out you two playing in a subway that, that I'm saying like in our little studio right. they did four songs that's so awesome and they, they built a special stage where the stage came right up to the audience and they had the audience standing up in front of them and like everything felt so small and it was awesome
0: alright last question for you uh, dream lineup for the Tonight Show for you personally selfishly and you're allowed to have one dead person there for the, on the Tonight lineup. Show Yeah Guests lineup. So let's say two two guests One of them can be alive or, You know one of them Could be someone That so was dead So much pressure and, uh, and musical act What's the Seth or Wow
2: Oh my lord It's a little cliche But no one's ever had him on So I think Jesus Would be a really good guest You could really ask him All those probing questions Like What do you really think Of Billy, Billy Graham Um <laughs>
0: He'd be an interesting guest. He would be. How do you. What would his walkout music be? Like what are the roots playing for, for Jesus as he comes out? Jesus Christ Superstar. And by the, <laughs> the way.
2: Lloyd Webber album.
0: Or, he, he would love Quest Love because of all the wooden. Like the wooden he glasses. Loved,
2: the wood. uh, he'd love everything. He'd just have, be having fun He'd be like This <laughs> is the
0: best Oh my god What the fuck's going on Do you on? think he wore socks With sandals Jesus No And then someone was like
2: I think he went I know I do not think they wore Socks and sandals I think he just went Straight foot in <laughs> sandal <laughs> I don't think they had socks
0: This is a question we'd, We would ask him We yeah. would get to the bottom yeah. of this Alright so Jesus geez, Yeah who's, who's,
2: And then Don Rickles I just want to see him Jesus would have to stay out And then Don Rickles Just go after him
0: Oh my god This is great <laughs> This is a great show Jimmy Don if Rickles you're listening Get it together
2: Just be like this guy over here with the beard. Oh, yeah. Godson. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then who's performing for then Jesus and Don Rickles? Who's performing for Jesus and Don Rickles? Um, oh, my Lord. Just a Sammy Davis Jr. drum solo. 15 minutes. A lot of people don't know he played drums, by the way.
2: Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. drums. Yeah, he did. He, he did and play he was drums. nasty. He was great. Yeah, he was good.
0: How about yeah. like uh, Something that's just- the
2: Stones in 65? Not now. And Jesus could Not make now that happen. Rolling he Stones. would be like, right, Stones in 65.
0: <laughs> That's a hell of I a show. I think that would be a hot show. <laughs> That's a great show. Yeah. That's a great show. No promo. Just like an image of the lineup comes up on the screen. Yeah. No music, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then to black. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's a good lineup <laughs> Well, Seth, uh, congrats on all success, man Thanks, Thanks buddy for I can't by. wait to come by and do it, do it again Yeah, much uh, continued success Love that, you, uh, that you're that you rocking the uh, Tonight Show, obviously Yeah And uh, everyone, if you're ever in New York City Tuesday nights, the show's called Sweet I implore you to check it out. It's amazing. Uh, it's a staple now. In fact, I think it's a historical. Is it a historical landmark? You can't. This show can yep. never be canceled. It can
2: never be knocked down or canceled. It's there's a, there's a plaque.
0: <laughs> yeah, can't be. It's
2: rent controlled. It's a rent controlled. Yeah, it's the show's rent. Seven bucks to get in. It's rent controlled.
0: <laughs> three. Hey, three ninety three or whatever you're paying. In rent. That was my not, old rent. Now bad. I'm
2: paying a lot more than that. But my old rent, yeah, I was paying three
0: three ninety three. All right, uh, Good to see you, man. Thank you, buddy. All right, that was Seth Herzog right here on the Laugh Button podcast. So if you ever go see a live taping of the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, uh, you will see Seth warm up the audience, and he's amazing at it. And who doesn't want to see a minute thirty straight of
1: someone dancing to the Wonder
0: Woman theme song?
1: Yeah, I saw him. I saw him at Southwest Southwest a couple years back, and he performed. He played a videotape of him twelve, thirteen. Okay handing out mail, I think it was, or Christmas presents, and just dancing <laughs> like the most flamboyant Seth Harzog you could think yeah. of. Yeah, yeah and like he was just like look at my dumb ass as a 12 year old it's kind of funny
0: but he's he's open like that and honest about that and honestly for for uh not honestly i'm just glad it happened him telling the story and the history of sort of the the new york alt scene in the early 90s and sort of how it came about and and who performed where and how that affected comedy and just i mean he's he was in the forefront of that man mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool so thanks to seth for joining us on the podcast
1: uh, matt we still got we still have Contest and tickets we are we're pretty good people yeah dude we're giving away a ton of lewis black tickets via live nation uh for his the rant is due part due tour so follow us on the socials for that Mm -hmm. um actually it's funny we announced that we announced some dates for another festival on the site and people were like oh can you get me tickets i'm like what are we to you just the ticket giving machine we're we're not no 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 it was kind of funny because then his (laughs) response was like oh you mean the world to me oh wait i'm sorry i can't lie it was kind of funny so like yeah our fans are the best dude they're the best they are the best we're still Trending on new and noteworthy too That's, a That's pretty all good That's all the fans. Loving that Thank
0: you uh, And yes I'm talking to you For subscribing Downloading Rating and reviewing On iTunes Telling friends Telling friends And uh, make sure You, you tack on to that Let them know We have a web store We got some pretty killer Comedy t-shirts Comedy themed
1: shirts That uh, The laughbutton.com Slash merch Yeah you'll be a hit At your soiree We should if. roll out Some fall designs I have some really good ideas For fall designs Are we We're getting seasonal With this <laughs> Yeah Are we gonna get Some long sleevers In the mix No no but, but no s- but got but, one but, on right now? No but you better well damn believe we're doing crit or shitty christmas shirts. Oh, they're going to be <laughs> that are laugh button themed. <laughs>
0: they're going to have no sleeves and they're going to be uh, they're going to show your belly. Yes it's gonna be great Alright so Check out the web store as well Order some t-shirts And support the people That support comedy Go to the laughbutton.com For all your latest news Interviews and reviews uh, We'll name drop a bit here To let you know Who's coming up On future podcasts We got Kelly Carlin George Carlin's daughter In celebration Of her brand new book uh, That tells the tale Of her life And growing up With a uh, George Carlin is your dad. I mean, that's she's got amazing stories. Uh, we're going to be hanging out, as mentioned, uh, with the Nightly Show crew. That's going to be a good time. Uh, Derek Waters of Drunk History will be joining us soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Impractical Jokers and many more. So uh, stay tuned and make sure you listen to the back catalog, too. There's some good stuff. Uh, got some, some good stuff in there. We're man. getting deep with the, with the catalog and interviews. We are. Follow us on all the socials at the laugh button. And uh follow us, like us, do all that cool stuff. Anywhere you, you can type do. the
1: laugh button into a box that does a search, we will be there.
0: We will be there. <laughs> I mean not us personally. No, no but our no.
1: website will be there yes. for you. Our to presence, help you. Our presence will be found.
0: Follow Matt Kleinschmidt at what? I am Kleinschmidt. I am at Mark says hi. Until next time.